Today, we talk about which guys run good. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers. But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. List, 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 list. Grassy. And today we are continuing our listicles. Sounds like testicles. We're continuing that as last week we ranked the top 10 QBs heading into 2022. And now we're going to look at the running backs. You can also check out Brandon Perna's video in which he's probably doing 10 or 12 or 18 running backs. And he's doing it a little bit differently than I. But we're going to be ranking all 32 running backs tomorrow on GPS at 11 a.m. Eastern. So you can check that out. Before we get to that, I want a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons. We got Nick Foles' jocks strap wonderful we have martin lee up in their membership and we got ryan brandt a big shout out and thank you to you all so before i get into this list just a caveat this is not a list predicting who i think is going to have the best season next year instead this is heading into the 2022 season where i am ranking the running backs and how i see them in the hierarchy of all the men who run the football in the nfl a caveat upon a caveat, uh, Saquon Barkley is not on this list because that guy cannot stay healthy. Uh, I think he could have a really good year this year with a improved offensive line and Brian Dable, but I just can't put him on this list right now. And people are going to be asking, who's going to be number 11? Number 11 would have been David Montgomery. So the Bears made it on one list this week. It was teams that are going to be the worst this season, so... Be thankful for that. So starting off with number 10, you got L.A. Chargers running back, Mr. Austin Eckler of a friend of Tom Grassi's Fantasy League. Austin Eckler has been a dual threat back, and I'm glad to see that he's finally starting to get his due because last year, he was freaking fracking great. It was his best season thus far, had nearly 1,000 yards rushing, had 12 TDs on the ground, had 647 yards receiving, and eight touchdowns. So that's a total of 20 touchdowns. So those are pretty damn good numbers. And he is the example of a guy who can do it all. The Chargers obviously have a high-flying offense. They put up a lot of points. They put up a lot of yards. And Austin Eckler, when he is playing, is responsible for a lot of their production. That team is significantly better when he's on the field. And so he definitely cracks the top 10 for me. I wouldn't be surprised if next year he's going to be even better considering that they've upgraded their offensive line even further so that run game should be pristine. And even if they go for it all the time on fourth down, Eckler's going to get the ball at least once. Then number nine, I got Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott. That might surprise some people. One, that I even have him on this list. People are going to probably crap on it and say like, whoa, Tom, he was awful last year. He was garbage. What are you doing? The Cowboys haven't infected your minds. No, no, no. No, no. Because while, yes, Ezekiel Elliott's production, especially in the back half of the season, was very disappointing. He was getting outplayed by Tony Pollard. It's, it's important to note, 
Ezekiel Elliott had an injury, and even with an injury and missing games, the guy still put up over a thousand yards and still had 10 touchdowns on the ground. He had a phenomenal start to the season, and I gotta give the guy some credit considering he was dealing with the injury. I mean, the fact that he was able to still be this productive is pretty impressive. Now, the question that's going to come about is, can he still be productive behind their current offensive line? I know that they drafted some guys. But the other question is, can he return to form just in terms of getting older? Of course, the Cowboys have given him a lucrative contract, and he usually puts up good yards. But is he going to be able to remain a top 10 back? I think he's at the bottom half of the top 10 right now. Let's see if he can return back to top five form. Number eight. Yeah, this guy went down the ranks for me, and that is Christian McCaffrey. And it pains me to put him down here because when he's healthy, he's top five. Easy. He's top five in the league. But at some point, I have to deduct points because he's just not on the field. And the past two seasons, he hasn't been on the field. He's been hurt the past couple of years. And from 2018 to 2019, he had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. He was phenomenal. And now he's had less than 500 yards in each of his last two seasons. So he is a dual threat and he is a phenomenal running back. But there's got to be some questioning that's saying, hey, can this guy remain on the field? There were rumors last year the Panthers were looking to shop CMC because, of course, they gave him a big contract. And then it was like, oh, crap, maybe he's not going to stay on the field as much. So that future is in peril. But Christian McCaffrey, I love you. I mean, I'm, I'm probably still drafty in fantasy football for those like couple of weeks. But things are starting to get a little dire here. Now, I will give him some credit, though, because he only played seven games last season and he still put up almost 450 yards on the ground, which is pretty impressive. And on top of that, he had over 340 yards receiving. And again, it's just a testament to how good he can be. You just got to hope that he could stay healthy and reclaim his spot in the top five. Number seven, you got freaking fracking Aaron Jones. That's right. Aaron Jones had a breakout year in the 2020 to 2021 season, just crushing it, getting himself a big fat contract, which a lot of people expected him not to get just because of the Packers salary cap, but they got it. And unfortunately last year, Aaron Jones, which has been an issue throughout his career, suffered some injuries, missed some games. However, still had nearly 800 yards, 10 total touchdowns, And he has A.J. Dillon behind him, who's starting to emerge as a phenomenal running back. What I love about Aaron Jones is he's elusive, but he's also a phenomenal pass catcher. Hell, he might be our wide receiver one this year because he has been a top three pass catcher on the Green Bay Packers for a couple of seasons. So Aaron Jones coming back, being super healthy, having A.J. Dillon behind him. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year this upcoming season. But because he did miss some games last year, he did go down a bit in the current rankings, but... I hope for my sake and Packers fans' sake everywhere, he can return to form. Number six, you got Alvin Kamara. Well, this is interesting because if you're trying to predict what he's going to do for 2022, you don't know because you don't know if he's going to get suspended. But again, we're not talking about that. That's a different video. But Alvin Kamara, when he is on the field, missed games to injury, he hasn't played a full season since his rookie year. But he is one of the most phenomenal, game-changing running backs that there is. He does lose some points in my eyes from being unable to stay on the field. But more often than not, he could just tear a team up. And if you have any questions or thoughts about that, just check out the game against the Minnesota Vikings from a couple years back on Christmas. 
That was my best Christmas gift ever. He started 13 games last year and nearly 800 yards. And again, like Eckler, like Aaron Jones, like Christian McCaffrey, these are dual threat running backs. Alvin Kamara, I imagine, is going to be a staple of the Saints offense this year, whether it's going to be in the passing game or whether it's going to be on the ground. So Alvin Kamara, game changer. We'll see what happens with his suspension, if he gets one or not. But either way, when he comes back on the field, you know the Saints are going to be better for it. Number five, you got one of the most underrated guys in the league, and that is Bengals running back Joe Mixon. Had a career year last year, and I will be the first to admit, I've been sleeping on Joe Mixon for a while. But over the years, he's starting to accrue quite the resume. And last year, oh, he put the league on notice. Over 1,200 rushing yards, 13 touchdowns on the ground, 314 receiving yards, and three touchdowns through the air. Yeah, pretty freaking fracking amazing. Coming off an injury-riddled 2020 season, he bounced back in a major way. And on top of that, and why he's in the top five, he did all of this behind a god-awful offensive line. Now that offensive line has been upgraded, is going to be better. I think he is going to have another phenomenal year. But overall... Three out of the five seasons, he's put over 1,100 yards on the board. So, yeah, Joe Mixon deserves to be in the top five. Number four, you got the purple incarnation of Satan, Dalvin Cook. He's not Satan. He, he, repre he represents the purple incarnation of Satan. The, yeah, the Vikings, you know what I mean. Dalvin Cook, over 1,100 yards, three seasons in a row, back to back to back. Oh, God, and I hate it so much. Had an incredible 2020 with 16 rushing touchdowns. He had six last year, only starting 13 games, dealt with injury. On top of that, again, the Vikings uh, were not great last season. And I know from experience that Dalvin Cook can single-handedly beat you because uh, sometimes that does happen to the Green Bay Packers. I don't want to talk about it. But again, doing this behind a terrible O-line like Joe Mixon, but Dalvin Cook has been a staple of the offense of the Vikings for quite some time. He's a phenomenal player. He's a receiving threat, and of course, he is so elusive. Those cuts he makes in the backfield are incredible, and I got to give the guy his due. He is most certainly a top five running back. Number three, you got Cleveland Browns running back Nick Chubb. And he does all of this with Kareem Hunt behind him, who, again, I think that they are probably the best running back tandem in the league. And Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are up there. But Nick Chubb is just on another level. If he had gotten four more yards in 2018, he would have had 1,000-yard seasons in every single season that he's played football. Had over 1,200 yards last season, eight touchdowns. And the thing that I love about Nick Chubb is he could be an incredibly elusive back. He could be a bruiser. He has the speed to get the breakaway. Everything about Nick Chubb has been incredible watching him play. He's done it behind bad offensive lines. He's done it when the Browns offense literally has nothing to go. And he's still able to break through even when defenses know that he is going to get the football. The fact that he's still putting up these kinds of numbers with Kareem Hunt behind him, I think just speaks to how good he is as a running back. And he's still one of the guys you can root for on the Cleveland Browns. Number two, you got Wisconsin's own. He's not on the Packers. He's on the Colts. Jonathan Taylor. You know, at the end of the 2020, 2021 season, you were like, damn, Jonathan Taylor's pretty good. Really coming into his own. And then last season, he burnt the league down. 
over 1,800 yards, 18 touchdowns on the ground, and on top of that had 360 receiving yards and two touchdowns. That's crazy numbers. 18 touchdowns on the ground, total of 20. For his rookie season, put over 1,100 yards and 11 touchdowns. He really just likes that 18 and 18 and 11 and 11. But regardless of that, he makes the Colts offense run at times. Yes, they have a lack of receiving threats. Carson Wentz was Carson Wentz last year. And Jonathan Taylor was spectacular. He really was superb. And he just put the Colts on his back. And if it wasn't for them completely collapsing in the back half of the season, they would have made the playoffs. And I think they would have been a dangerous team in the playoffs if they just could figure out how to get out of their own way. Why is he number two? Because this was only his second season doing it. I do want to see a little bit more consistency from Jonathan Taylor. I think he's going to have a phenomenal season this year. But right now, he's still my number two guy. Because the guy on top, he's just on another planet. And of course, number one is going to be Tennessee Titan, Derrick Henry. Had over 2,000 yards in 2020, and I think he could have done it again in 2021. Had 937 yards, 10 touchdowns in only eight games. So if you took that, folks... And you just said, hey, let's double that production. The guy is having nearly 2,000 yards again and 20 tutties. Yes, you're going up against different opponents and whatnot, but I think Derrick Henry was on pace last year to get another 2,000-yard season, and he was still the number one back for quite some time last season until Jonathan Taylor wound up taking him over. But there was a few weeks gap where Derrick Henry wasn't even playing, and he still was the number one running back in the league, which is incredible. Now, taking a look, they have no A.J. Brown. Ryan Tannehill might be on the chopping block. Derrick Henry has been a staple and a workhorse of that offense, and he doesn't seem to tire out. From the 2019 and 2020 season, he had over 300 carries. I think he was heading that way for this previous season, and I imagine this coming season, he's going to be giving the ball a whole lot more. Yes, he finally sustained an injury, and he really didn't look like himself in that playoff game, but... Having a full offseason to recover, we'll see what he looks like. But right now, I feel like it's kind of difficult to tear it away from Derrick Henry just because he's been doing it for such a long time at a consistent level that he's just the number one running back in the league. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Where would you rank these guys? Would you put a guy like David Montgomery up here? Would you put a Saquon Barkley up here? Let me know. You guys find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!